0: This is the Pro-America Report on The Answer, San Diego.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. And it is, uh, well, it's the beginning of an incredible week uh, in uh, Washington, D.C. I can say I started the week... By going past the Supreme Court on early Monday morning when there was some speculation that there would be a U.S. Supreme Court decision, uh, there had been some folks who get, um, uh, p- uh, published on Twitter. Is that the right phrase? Put up on social media late Sunday night to gather um, at the Stanton Park. Uh, to get ready to protest uh, the abortion decision. And uh, Stanton Park is just a few blocks from my office. Uh, When I got to the office this morning, police uh, had sort of controlled all the streets. But it turns out there was no Dobbs decision. Could be this week. There are some more decisions coming out Wednesday. Uh, But for us uh, in the Phyllis Schlafly Eagles family, this week is collegians. We have our annual Phyllis Schlafly Eagles Collegians Summit it's done almost entirely virtually, and you can tune in, by the way, go to phyllisschlaffway.com, phyllisschlaffway.com, and you can uh, sign up there and, and you can watch the whole thing. It's going to be fantastic. Great speakers, uh, incredible. Some congressmen, I think I may be a senator or two, but the key thing is that we will have also these policymakers and we'll get updates on what's going on with policy, but um, so go to phyllis com slash collegians, and you can sign up there uh, and find out more um, free to free to free to free of charge. So don't, uh, don't worry about that part of it. Um, so. What is it uh, that we need to know today? What does you need to know today? Well, uh, Monday marked another one of these ridiculous uh, show trials, the kangaroo court, the show trial um, of the January 6th select committee. And um, I have uh, come up with a couple of things that I want to say about this. Number one, what you need to know. Is these really are show trials, right? And so um, we're watching them, and you have to watch them with an eye for what exactly are they trying to accomplish? What's the pl- you know plan here? Um, they're going to have a couple of people who uh, are publicly have stated that they oppose the um, uh, the argument that the elections were anything but perfect. Now, we all have said, and I was earlier talking with Hans von Spakovsky, the great lawyer and election expert. And I said, you know, we have to say over and over again at the beginning of any interview or conversation that there haven't been no courts that have found fraud. But that doesn't mean that there's not indications of irregularities that people see and are worried about. So um, this this uh, January 6th, uh, January 6th Select Committee, these show trials, the kangaroo court is, I have to say, incredibly un-American. It's un-American because it's one-sided, first of all, but it's presented as two-sided, right? Because there are two Republicans on the committee, it's presented as somehow bipartisan, but it's so slanted. It's such propaganda. And then it's being done just to destroy Donald Trump. They've sort of conceded that now. And you know, the unholy alliance that I, I want to point out to you, what you need to know in this case is who's against Trump? Well- all the Democrats, all the Republicans that like the old order, the America last order, all the media and all big tech, because the one thing he was a threat to was all of them. Donald Trump's approach was a threat to the establishment Republicans that liked the idea of Open borders, multilateral trade deals, America last in terms of foreign policy that we go and uh, save the world. We spend billions and trillions all over the world. That's the uh, Republican establishment dominated by Wall Street, dominated by the defense, uh, industrial complex. That's the reality. I mean, there's nobody's disputing that 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 chunk of the Republican party is small, but powerful. Okay. Now all of the incumbent Republican class, the Paul Ryans, the Karl Rove's, all they hated Trump. Because he was an interloper, he didn't go through their system that allowed everybody to manage all the the ways things who succeeds and who fails. So they hated him. The Democrats, of course, hated him, and the media and big tech hated him because he was was not afraid of them. Most politicians, if they if they don't admit that they're afraid of the media, they certainly admit that they're intimidated by how things are working. You know, they and they and they have to play the game. Trump. Led the game. They, 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 every other politician in, in this country plays the game that the media calls the tune towards, and especially now with social media. Trump was in charge, he was the band leader. And so, what you need to know is the powers that be that are allowing the show trial, the kangaroo court show trial, are all the Democrats who don't like the idea of losing power, all of the deep state insider classes of people. You can add them to the group, all of the establishment Republicans, all of the American lasters, all of the neocons. <laughs> I mean, you go down the list and you say, because you say to yourself, why is it that there's not a more significant resistance by anyone to the January 6th select committee? They're holding these hearings and they're allowed to have no real cross-examination, right? There's no there's no dialogue. There's no American sort of uh, due process, even in the perception. I mean, it was the Lincoln-Douglas debates. Douglas at least was talking in the Lincoln-Douglas debates that went on for however many debates. There were nine or 11. In, in every other context in America, there's debates for president. This case, it's pure propaganda. And as I told you, when big government, the select committee, big media, all the media outlets, and big tech, all big tech, work together, they're, they're, they're effective. They're really effective, scary effective. And so I was at an, uh, uh, an event over the weekend with some people that are 100% conservative. And the one woman turned to me and said, you know, I just think that, you know, if Trump wasn't even listening to his kids who said that it was all over, what was he doing? And I said, what are you talking about? And she said, well, I don't know. I read something in the paper that Ivanka and Jared said that the election was over and he shouldn't try. And I said, you only saw the media cover a clip from hours-long interviews of Ivanka and Jared. It's, it's an engineer. It's like watching a, 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 not a documentary, but a propaganda film. And you're not allowed to see, you know, the video of the, say, the video of, the, uh, of the, the protests at the Capitol where there was violence. And if somebody was violent, they should be held accountable. No problem. I agree completely. But what they did was they used audio. Did you see that? You don't even know this. If you don't know to stop and look and think, in the first January 6th hearing, they took video of real scary violence. They selected it, right? They edited it. I told you, a video lies right now. You, can't, you can never say a picture's worth a thousand words, a video's worth a million words. You just have to say pictures and videos lie, especially videos, because they're manipulated. So the manipulated video that showed real violence, real scariness, okay, but they played audio over the top of that video that was from a different context. So, I mean, still January 6th. But scary back and forth. I'm scared of law enforcement. There was plenty of hours and hours of people saying, oh, you know, this and that. So they 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 managed it. It's stagecraft. They're not even hiding it. They're not even pretending. They're not pretending that what they're doing is serious. They're just keeping a straight face and they're and they're guided and they're moved along by all the media and big tech. And it's working. And it's working. And again, I was there on January 6th. I have never in my life thought thought or heard anybody I knew talk about anything other than, hey, we have a constitutional process. This is a point, January 6th, of an ending. Why don't we gather and make clear there's a lot we're worried about? That's what we did. That's what people did. Again, some people acted poorly fine. Again, someone does a crime, hit someone or something. That's a real problem. But the reason people were there on January 6th is there had been enough serious signals not just Donald Trump he his he and his team were not particularly consistent or helpful even at saying what happened we've experienced something in this election that doesn't make sense and instead of allowing people to have that conversation do you remember this you were told if you have that conversation if you say out loud after November 2020 that there's something wrong here you were told that you were really wrong, you, you know, not you were un-American, you were uh, undemocratic, all this stuff. And again, <laughs> four years earlier, Hillary's Clinton, Hillary Clinton's people had done the same thing. They said, we don't know, we don't trust this. And nobody, not no, nobody ran articles that said you're un-American if you're questioning, that there's no uh, evidence. In Hillary's time, there was plenty of discussion of how to get evidence. And don't remind me, I won't say they're hypocritical because hypocritical doesn't matter. Hypocritic hypocrisy is common, especially in politics. So don't tell me that. What I'm saying, though, is watching the power of big government, big media and big tech in these hearings try to brainwash, try to push the narrative and brainwash the American people is haunting. It's haunting. And. One of the questions you have to ask, besides why won't they have a serious discussion about doing more to make elections feel secure and transparent, is what is it they're afraid of with Donald Trump? Because that's who it's all aimed at. They've now admitted that. It's about, in fact, that some of them are saying they're going to indict Donald Trump for people having a rally. Amazing, amazing moment. The only thing scary about this is that history is replete with times where government gets out of control. Government. (laughs) <laughs> Not the people. Whatever you think of the people, whatever you think of the people, the people were held in check. Whether it's at uh, Hillary's inauguration or, I mean, inauguration of, of Trump, when Hillary's people rioted, or Antifa, or Black Lives Matter, they were held in check and they were on January second. But the government doesn't seem to be held in check right now. That's what I'd worry about. That's what I worry about. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Ed Martin here on the Pro America Report. Back in a moment. Welcome back. Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. And our old friend Todd Benzman, who is, uh, of course, the Center for Immigration Studies, he is their national security fellow. His book, which is on my bookshelf here, America's Covert Border War. Uh, is a very good read. And I was telling him off the air that I was on a phone call with some folks talking about the border and his Todd Benzman's name and his book came up because a whole bunch of folks are starting to focus even more on uh, the national security implications of a wide open border. So welcome back, Todd. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. So tell me, what's going on down at the border? We haven't heard as much coverage. Um, they're covering other stories, and Supreme Court justice is being threatened, and, and January 6th committee. What, what's the status on the border?
0: Well, the largest, <clears throat> the largest caravan ever to form started toward our border this week. That was news wow. uh, an estimated 15,000 a strong caravan out of Tapachula, the city down there in the very south of Mexico. Wow. Uh, I've reported from there quite a few times. And the way to think about this is to uh, consider what what is happening at our border right now as uh, having an effect, an enticing effect on that caravan. And what's happening at our border is that the Biden administration has created these exemption loopholes in title 42 the expulsion policy that a court forced them to uh, maintain so they're maintaining title 42 but they've poked all of these exemptions into it for nationalities people from from countries everywhere except central america and mexico so you could be coming from Asia and the Middle East and South America. Uh, And then when you reach the Del Rio sector of Texas, you get in and Hmm. on a bus in 72 hours or on an airplane to any city in America that you choose if you're from those countries. So the caravan is made up of 90%, 85, 90% of nationalities that are an exact match to the exempted nationalities at our border. Hmm. And it's my belief that that is what has enticed this brand new, huge caravan. They found out about these new exemptions and they're coming to take advantage of them.
1: Uh, We're talking with uh, Todd Benzman, center for immigration studies. CIS.org is where you can see a lot of his writings and reporting. So, so when, it, when there's a caravan like this, Todd, and we find it identified and it's sort of talked about, is it two weeks away? Is it 10 weeks away? Does it matter if, um, you know, I remember, I think you reporting down there of a caravan that started and Trump or somebody said, cut that out and Mexico broke it up. Is there some chance that it will be stopped?
0: No, every single one of them are going to get in over the border. And let me tell you how. <clears throat> I think you and I have talked in the past about ant operations, haven't we? Yes. Uh, If you don't remember, an ant operation is uh, something that drug traffickers do. They move their drugs and they disperse it along a wide area. Uh, People moving it along a wide area, not in one big clump. That if you stop that one clump, you stop the whole thing. So they call those ant operations. They move the drugs in small groups <clears throat> over a wide area, dispersed over a wide area. And this year, the Mexican government, starting actually last year, the Mexican government borrowed the tactic and started moving hundreds of thousands of migrants coming through their southern Mexico our border in ant operations. They 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 purposefully split them up and put put the direct them into fifteen different Mexican cities and then they hit our border and nobody sees it.
1: Hmm.
0: So it's like an optics it's an optics operation and that's happening right now with this caravan. It started out on Monday with eleven or twelve thousand and grew to fifteen thousand on Tuesday and then the Mexican government figured out that they needed to do an ant operation so that nobody would see this thing when it hit. So they're handing out a 1,000 visas, humanitarian visas per day, um, 5,000 so far. So that that caravan is now down to about 7,000. And they're putting them on buses uh, to all different Mexican cities. So within a week, there won't be a caravan that you can see and hear and feel and film from a drone. <clears throat> they'll just be lit up all over the place and they'll be coming in, in larger numbers at Yuma or Del Rio and, and the rest of that. And the vast majority of them will be put on buses and airplanes and shipped to your city.
1: Uh, we're talking again, Todd's, Todd. Todd Benzman, go to CIS.org to see more and see his stuff. Um, is, uh, is this, um, how it always happens is that again, is there any chance that somebody I mean, there's a meeting of the or there was just a few days ago, a meeting of the Americas or whatever. Is there any chance someone uh, that, that can change the trajectory?
0: Well, I mean, the Biden administration could do what the Trump administration did, which is to tell Mexico to deport all those people, give them the money to help them do it. You know, a lot of them are from, you know they're from all over the world so it's hard to deport them uh it's much easier to to sil- they don't want to the, the easy cheap thing is to just let them go where they want which is our border and cross right. it but they could be you know threatened into making it their their in their national interest but i don't see the biden administration interested in that at all they're interested in helping them all get in all right, and smoothly, and easily as they can. The Mexicans don't want to stop them, and the Americans don't seem to want to stop them. So they're all. That's why they're why they're coming. And by the way, the carrot, the ant operations have been going on since at least September of last year. So every two to three months, fifty thousand of them will be moved by the Mexicans to our border in these ant operations. And I think I'm the only one in the country who's reporting on this. So, you know, nobody listens to me, so nothing's going to happen.
1: You know, <laughs> well, we're it's all, we're, it's all good. <laughs> we're, we're listening, but wait, but wait a second. What what's the um? If it works, doesn't it happen again? I mean, it, almost when it, when it sort of becomes clear that this pathway works, do you you know the psychology of the border and the and the folks? Is that are we are we in for? Uh, 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 you know, one after another of these caravans?
0: Yeah, we've been, we've been weathering these every two to three months since last September. It's been almost a year. I, I, I think there have been about five or six of these things now, uh, forty to 50,000 strong. Uh, they come out of Tapachula. They, the Mexicans give them visas that require them to check in and get on buses that go to 10 different states so that it all just breaks up and nobody sees it. It's an optics operation. It's a public relations operation because the political liability for both the Mexicans and the Americans is great if everybody can see it. And it's non-existent if nobody can see it. And that's the purpose of ant operations is to make it invisible. Uh, You know, listen, the first one, that happened that I know of is the was the Del Rio migrant camp crisis in September. Remember all the Haitians?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Under the bridge. Yep.
0: That was an ant operation that went sideways because they, they just let them all go to one place, which was Del Rio. And um, after that, they figured out that they needed to give them visas that, that and bus trips that, forced them to go to different other places all at this all at different times so they they perfected it after the, the Rio migrant camp that was an ant operation that went sideways because <laughs> i mean obviously that was a that's not what anybody wants a big migrant camp on the banks of the river it's terrible international coverage and you know nobody wants to have what donald trump had to face in 2018 when 6 or 7000 caravans showed up in tijuana and we had to shoot tear gas and you know bean bags and pepper spray at them to break them up
1: so um todd uh wrapping up um what's the what's your most hopeful uh, take on this that somebody notices and realizes how bad it is the PR gets bad, Fox News comes down and covers the border and and suddenly everybody says this is a terrible idea. I mean, do you have, what, what give me some uh, reason for optimism
0: Well I, I always try to do that, but it 's hard uh, right now because the thing is is you know there 's a midterm elections coming up, and if people were to see these ant operations, the breakup. Mexico breaking up this caravan and what they're doing uh, and if the people could understand it, there might be a, a political liability for the midterms that would make the Biden administration make the Mexicans deport them to Guatemala, or Honduras, or just get them out of the country, make it hard, make it difficult and consequential to get to the American border but I don't see that happening. I mean, nobody, nobody can see this. Nobody cares. I, I saw an MSNBC report yesterday where the anchor made a case that the Republicans are getting all up and up in arms about this caravan as a distraction from the January six hearings. So they're all just dismissing it as just this purposeful Republican distraction. So you know, yeah. everybody get worried and scared. Yeah. You know, so, I don't see it happening on that side. That's their narrative.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, it doesn't, that's not your best, Sorry, most man. optimistic. Oh, that's all right. It's, it you can only tell the truth. So uh, Todd Benzman, follow him over at CIS.org, CIS.org. Uh, thanks, Todd. Be careful down there. We'll talk again soon. Thank you. All right. We'll take a quick break, everybody. And uh, I will post this over on social media, social media, as well as over on uh, com. Be right back. Ed Martin here on the ProAmerica Report. Back in a moment. Welcome back. Ed Martin here on the Pro America Report, a time to catch up with the bear. Catch up with Bear Wozniak, who is going to be, by the way, I mentioned to people, he's going to be one of the guests on our Collegian Summit next week, uh, Tuesday evening. Doesn't matter where you are in the world. It's a virtual summit. We'll have some collegians in person. There's some kids, students that are up here in, uh, on Capitol Hill, and we'll have some of them come through. But most uh, everybody will be coming through virtually. And so we'll have Bear on. I assume he's probably either in Hawaii or he's traveling somewhere. So first of all, welcome back, Bear. I hope you're well. How are things with you?
2: Aloha, Ed. Well, great, the surf was up last week. (laughs) but now it's flat. So we're going to go (laughs) spearfishing.
1: What a life. All right. Then deep, by the way, deepadventure.com deepadventure.com. It'll kick you through to all this stuff with bear. Of course, he's a former, uh, he's a world champion surfer. I shouldn't say former. He's a uh, ninja black belt, uh, has uh, hosted TV programs, reality shows, and uh, more important than anything, he's a oblate of the Benedictine order. So he says his prayers. And so, um, Hey bear right now, my question for you is, you've you've been around and you've been around the world uh, uh, literally around the world, but around young people, older people, you've kind of had this had this kind of um full life, the unease that so many people describe. you could say it's the economy, you could say it's the culture, but people are uneasy more than ever before and, and are you do you feel that are we at a sort of crescendo right now
2: It feels like we're at a tipping point, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, I agree with you. I I, I do know that um, I know for sure that the future lies ahead. That's about all I know. <laughs> but I also know that God is God, and uh, our our what it's at times like this when we grow closer to Him, and uh, we 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 fear Him, but we don't fear anything else. But the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. But we we trust in Him, and it's time for Christians to be courageous because you know what. Um, if you're a Christian, God wants you to be bold, and it's time to speak out and stand for the truth.
1: Uh, we're talking with uh, with Bear Wozniak and his book one of the one of his books and one of his many ways he's communicating to folks is called Deep Adventure: The Way of Heroic Virtue. So uh, uh, they have a little different tack. I, I wondered what you thought when you see the world, uh, and especially America, uh, try to explain really bad actors and really bad acts like these mass shootings with either, you know, simple policy things, we'll, we'll ban guns or we'll, we'll do whatever. And, and everything's more complex, but you know, you, again, you have grown up around young people who are sometimes they say, Oh, some of these guys have just gone off to surf and they may be the deepest guys, you know, I mean, you're, you're an example of that. And yet some of our kids get lost in these video games, a lot of our kids get lost in the social media. I we're we're what, what do you what do you think when you see eighteen year olds behaving so evilly?
2: Well, it's there's so much to it. I think it goes fundamentally. It goes back to the father. Hmm. You know, there's there's a there was a study that was done, um, and maybe to some degree this this uh, hits the nail on the head. It talks about people children who are raised uh, by a mother who takes them to church. Without the father, about a third of them will continue to go to church, um, but where the man and the wife go together with the children, about eighty percent. But where just the man takes them, it's almost eighty hmm. percent. Men have a leadership kuleana, as we say in Hawaii, to their families, to to become servant leaders within their homes, to lay down their lives for their children, you know, to invest time with their children. Instead of you know the the, th- the the urgent things that seem to take priority in their lives. We need men to be men again. And the breakdown in society, the lawlessness that we see, I think goes back to the fact that we've moved away from being men and we're and we're uh, peop- men are boys. You know, you can you're born a male, but you have to become a man. And a man is someone who through self donation, through the gift of the self, wills the true good of the other, and takes care of his kuleana. Uh, you know his his responsibility. Until that happens, rules and 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 everything else, no, it's it's not going to work. We need the the ohana, the family, is is the core. And men think, oh, my job is to go out and make a lot of money and be successful. And I think a lot of women feel that that's their kuleana too. But our primary kuleana is first to God, and then to our family and to our children. And, and I was with Archbishop Chaput in uh, was fortunate to be with him in Napa about three years ago. And, Someone asked him, what is, the, what is the number one evangelistic tool we can have these days? What what program really, really works? And he said, get married, have lots of children, bring them up in the Lord.
1: <laughs> wow, so it has really? to go back yeah. to the
2: very root. So men that are listening, <clears throat> turn around and start spending time looking in each of your children's eyes and listening to them and investing your heart and soul into them and finding out where, how God has made them and how you can help propel them. Along the path that they're they've been wired for by the Lord.
1: Uh, we're, again, we're talking with uh, Bear Woznick, and he is uh, deepadventure.com dot is his website. You can get through to all his stuff in there, including his book, which is called Deep Adventure: The Way of Heroic Virtue. But 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 I want to say because I'm I'm fighting this fight with my kids. I mean, one thing. Is no matter what situation you're in, you got to get. We have to get our kids to step away from the smartphone and the social media. And and by that, what I mean, Bear, is if you if you want to be a great surfer, you tell me. But if you want to be a great anything, you got to put the time into the right kind of practice, the right kind of focus. And if we if our kids are are literally, my opinion, I, I think I mean this, they're literally being changed. By Meta slash Facebook, their neuroscience, and I, I almost think we can't let our kids have a smartphone, just like we can't let them drive a car. It, it, it's too much responsibility, and the and the enemies in this case, or the the adversaries, or whatever you want to call them, Meta, Facebook, all the rest are are too sophisticated. They've got the, it's a neuroscience company, not a, not a social media
2: company, and it's changing our kids' brains. Well, you know, I know for myself, I used to like to my, my son. Jeremiah told me about this site called Reddit. And I would go there because there was one area of it called funny. And yeah. funny stuff would be there. Not anymore. It's become very dark. Uh, a lot about uh, masturbation, a lot about pornography, and and a lot about a lot of pe- young men sharing uh, the sweetness of being depressed. You know, mm. my mother told me, self-pity feels so good. You know, <laughs> And falling into depression, it feels so good, but it will kill you. And so, so many people are like, uh, so many men are isolated from other, other boys are isolated from men. Mm-hmm. They're isolated from each other. They don't ask a girl out on a date. Um, and they, and then they, and then they, they allow themselves to fall into the into a depression and I'm going to go back to it as fa And, and, and you know, so as, as fathers, we have to, you know, I see the father saying, I'm going to go coach my kid's baseball team. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, each of my kids, like one son, he had dyslexia, so he and I learned to be be private pilots together. I came alongside one of his interests. Another son loves videography, and hence he I gave him a camera, and hence all of a sudden now we have a network TV show, hmm. you know, over, years later. Another son just loves surfing and and golfing, so I come alongside their interests because that's the way God made them, and just spend time with them and listen to them. Um, there's no other solution. Taking the smartphone isn't going to work if you if they see you so busy on it yourself, you know? Huh,
1: that's great, um, yeah.
2: So, I think so that's, I think of-
1: that's. yeah, that's right. Exactly. I think, in fact, in the fact, funny thing about that, actually really funny, Bear, you say that. My one son, I said, put that thing down. And he said, why? You're on yours all the time. Now, I, I, I like to think it's because I'm home. And I, I mean, on my defense, when I get defensive, I say, wait, but I'm on mine because I'm home. I could be home and on my phone, but it doesn't matter to a kid. It doesn't matter if you're doing yeah. brain surgery on your phone, he does, he just knows you're not present to him
2: well you said it earlier you know about time spent um there's we as surfers say there's no substitute for time in the water people say what does it take to become a great surfer well you have to spend time in the water Hmm. and if you're not spending time i mean quality time with your children men we really need for you to cowboy up the next book that i'm writing is called where have all the cowboys gone Hmm. We need men to, to, to live lives of virtue. And, you know, I have this site, uh, you mentioned the deepadventure.com. I have that bear school of manliness there. Mm -hmm. It's a three year curriculum that we as men go through together and we share with each other in the man cave. It's like a (laughs) non-Facebook community site, but fathers are taking their sons through that curriculum and, and spending one, one time a week saying, let's watch the video on, on this month's virtue and let's, let's read what he said. Let's, Ask ourselves the questions. Men men needed there's a tool that there for them in our site, and there's so many others. But it just you gotta spend time, especially with your sons. Men, you know, I I, I bumped into a couple of friends of mine, Ed from who helped me do my my TV show Long Ride Home with Bear Wozniak. It's on Prime Video now and also it's playing every week on EWTN. But one of my friends I had in college, he said, you know, the thing that really stood out to me about you was that you respected women. Hmm. Men learn to, need to respect women. You know, nowadays, if you don't, if you take a woman out, a girl or second or third or fourth date, by, by then, if she doesn't have sex with you, you consider her a tease. But the biggest teases around are men. They, right. they date women. They, they they string them along. They don't get married. They don't settle down. You know, the world is full of boys. And we need, I, I used to read Louis L'Amour Westerns. He wrote yeah. a lot of Westerns. And my first editor was his last editor. Wow. In all, all those Westerns, those, those cowboys lived and pursued virtue. They weren't perfect, but men used to hold men to a standard. Mm -hmm. And if you were living up to it, you knew
1: it. Yeah. Uh, Deepadventure.com for a bear Wozniak. But now I'm glad you did this because I was going to get there. And his book is deep adventure, the way of heroic Heroic virtue and go through deepadventure.com. You'll see uh, the school of of manliness. But I want to ask you about this uh, long ride home. Your your uh, series, this um, I I, are you still doing them?
2: I mean, I at one point we're working on right now. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, Tell us, set
1: up, set set, set
2: up what goes on to give us us what I have five or six men that we ride as a ride in a pack it's one of the guys who filmed film on our film crew said it was the hardest work he's ever done because we're it's a mobile immersive reality show we have several tally awards for it and we ride motorcycles across the united states as a pack but in the process every morning i wake up at five and pray, lord what do you what do you what's the trend what i see what is i see your message that's happening as we ride and as we ride, then just stuff happens, and you get to see the hmm. men uh, through adverse Men grow close through adversity, right? And so you see us facing these 500-mile-long days on motorcycles, and and you just see Holy Spirit action plan stuff just kind of happening. And the episodes we're working on, and they're all over the United States, but the episodes we're working on right now with my sons is uh, we filmed the filmed here in Hawaii, so hmm. that'll be released in the next five. But if people go to the deepadventure.com dot and they join the man cave or the or, or the, the mama bears. They get access to all of our episodes. There's 22 of them out there now, and then all of the new ones before they even aired on the EWTN television network, which, by the way, goes into 80 million homes. So they have access to that. And the cool thing is, women will put. This happens a lot, uh, where they'll put on a, put up bring up Prime Video and have our our TV show showing when their brother in law shows up. Right, right. And they don't realize it's about. Jesus and it's about God and it's about men being virtuous until you know that (laughs) they they work their way, they get they get stuck. It's 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 really gnarly but it's also little, uh, humorous at points too so it's a, just a great show very good cool,
1: very cool well bear wasnik everybody deepadventure.com and uh go through there check out all his different stuff and tune in on uh tuesday he'll be i think we got you come or maybe uh, you, it's late for you but we're going to do it from uh, five in the evening east coast time and we'll have the collegians virtual Collegian summit of the phyllis Slaffley eagles uh, grateful bear for everything you're doing and for taking the time with us and we'll talk again just in a few days
2: can I just say one thing? My you newest bet. book out. My newest book out is called "A Surfer's Guide to the Soul." It uses surfing as a metaphor for our spiritual journey.
1: Oh, okay. It say, 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 say it again, a little slower. I want, I want. I didn't uh, see that. Sorry.
2: It's called "A Surfer's Guide to the Soul."
1: Okay, and it cool. It talks
2: about that. It's the, the, the spiritual journey towards intimacy with God.
1: Huh. Wonderful. Okay, we'll talk about that some more too next time. Thank you, no, Bear. Sure. Uh, we'll talk right. soon. God bless you. Talk to you soon, you, my brother. Okay. Aloha. Aloha. We'll take a break, everybody, and uh, be right back. And I'll put this up on social media. It's Ed Martin here on a Pro America Report. Back in a moment.
0: This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast launched by Phyllis Schlafly, who served as an articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Upholding that legacy and
1: himself an author, national speaker, and attorney, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. The slippery slope of accepting an initial group of Ukrainian refugees could lead to the United States taking in upward of a million in total, particularly if Democrats think they will vote their way. Poland has accepted more than 2.5 million Ukrainian refugees and seeks now to relocate them. Shipping them halfway around the world to America certainly is not the best way to give them the help that they need. Keeping them as close as possible to their homeland is not only the best thing for America, but for the refugees themselves. In the Ohio U.S. Senate race, Donald Trump enthusiastically endorsed J.D. Vance, who has criticized Biden for spending so much time on trying to get Ukrainian refugees to the United States. Trump's endorsement of Vance was gutsy. At the time, Vance trailed in third place by a polling average of seven points behind the frontrunner. Vance is a conservative populist like several other candidates Trump has endorsed, and Trump proved again he's not interested in backing only the leaders in the polls. A Marine veteran endorsed earlier by Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri, Vance also campaigned on rejuvenating manufacturing in Ohio, which once had thriving automobile parts and steel industries. Both are now ravaged by the phony policies of free trade that have also devastated neighboring states. Several congressmen, also in contested primaries, have been outspoken against giving leftist politicians in Ukraine a blank check at the expense of Americans. It's a common misconception among politicians that the only way to solve a problem is to throw money at it. Nowhere is this philosophy more dangerous than when it comes to entangling America in foreign affairs. Instead of relying on an endless bankroll, we should be smart about how we respond to unrest in Ukraine. Certainly, every heart breaks for displaced refugees, but incurring the massive expense of flying tens or hundreds of thousands of people to the United States won't solve anything it will only create more problems here at home. Let's stop thinking like traditional politicians and embrace leaders who are willing to put America first and make smart policy.
0: This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Illegal immigration burdens our schools and social services and opens doors to criminals and terrorists. Outdated visa programs divert jobs from Americans. PhyllisSchlafly.com chronicles these outrageous unfair practices and provides answers. Go online to PhyllisSchlafly.com. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report.
1: Welcome back. Welcome back. Ed Martin here on the Pro America Report. Hey, uh, I want to finish up today with a quick invitation to you all. Uh come and watch, come and listen, come and view the Phyllis Schlafly Collegiate Summit. Phyllis Schlafly has for decades she gathered students together in Washington and we have come up with a hybrid because of COVID a few years ago, we went virtual. We found out that we had huge reach by doing stuff virtually. That's what we're doing again. But we do have some college students in the building, in the room, talking to these folks, asking questions. So uh, please tune in. You'll really enjoy it. Go to phyllisschlafly.com slash collegians, com slash collegians. You can watch it live very quickly afterwards. You can stream it. You can see it. Excuse me. You can watch it on a replay over on YouTube and other places. And then very, very, Very rapidly, our team will turn them into standalone segments. But let me explain to you the format. What we found was the most interesting for students was to ask key policymakers, key leaders to come and speak with us and speak with the students, take questions and, you know, talk about their book if they've got one, talk about their background if they want to, talk about their elected office if they are one, elected official, and then take some questions and have some feedback. And I love doing it. We've had Ted Cruz in the past, uh, General Mike Flynn. We've had all kinds of folks. But what I really love is getting the people that are actually making the things move that you may not have heard of. So we'll talk with Hans von Spakovsky, one of the leading experts on election integrity. He'll be with us. He'll talk about things. Jack Posobiec will be with us. Jack, of course, is one of the leading, I call him, citizen journalists. He's a former naval intelligence officer who is just fearless and does great reporting on Antifa. He wrote a book on that. He went to Ukraine. He was reporting on all this stuff. Just amazing guy. All these different kinds of people. And then Congressman Tom Massey, uh, incredible brain, who's also fearless for conservatism. Burgess Owens, a congressman from uh, Colorado who also won a Super Bowl. He'll be with us. All kinds of folks. So go to com slash collegians and sign up there or, or, or go and watch it there. And then sign up for reminders and things. And if you miss any one of these great speakers, because we have about about five or six hours of people. I think it's up to six hours because you go twenty twenty twenty. 20, 20. 20 minutes, right? You get three an hour. By the time you're done with six hours, that's 18 people. Well, these are 18 of the most impressive folks you've ever seen. So please tune in, go check it out, phyllisschlafly.com slash collegians, and you can find out more there. And then as soon as it's over, you can uh, watch it again. It'll be streaming, and then we'll chop it up and get you these great 20-minute interviews with key people. It's kind of like a mini TED Talk. See, like it's like Charlie Rose, minus the weirdness, uh, and uh, uh, and um, <laughs> TED Talk, all wrapped in one. I'm making myself laugh. All right. We'll be back tomorrow, though. We won't stop the program, the Pro America Report. Please visit ProAmericaReport.com and sign up there, and we will talk tomorrow. Thank you, as always, to Noah Dingley, our producer, and uh, Joanna Spilger, our associate producer. Talk to you tomorrow, everybody. Thank you for listening.
0: This is the Pro America Report on The Answer, San Diego.